0: This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra Song by Song podcast. Episode 035 Laredo Tornado. What's that song all about? Laredo Tornado is the fourth song on side one of El Dorado. It was recorded during the summer of 1974 at the Lane Lee Studios in London. In the liner notes for the 20 one remaster of El Dorado, Jeff Lynn said the song is kind of a protest song about the proliferation of concrete. In a 1988 issue of the ELO fanzine Face the Music, no relation to this podcast, Andrew Whiteside wrote, A disturbing touch of reality creeps into the proceedings almost as if the dreamer is awakening what can you do if your dream world is gone and your friends and lovers too most of the music cuts out at this moment throwing the lyric into the spotlight it's one of the key lines of the album the other songs are just the character's dreams they are meant to be seen as images not as insights into the character and after the question is posed The dreamer says, oh no, 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 and sinks back into his dream again. The song was sampled by Quarashi for their atrocious rap song, Rock On, and used in the 2015 movie, Ricky and the Flash.
1: Hi, I'm Eric Winsensen.
0: And I'm Eric Paul Johnson.
1: And Laredo Tornado follows three magnificent songs and... Well, Laredo Tornado is still pretty good as well. It's kind of a throwback to I'd say on the third day an electric light orchestra too. It kind of does away with the really heavy orchestration, focuses more on the typical rock band orchestration, and heavily features the three in-band string players rather than going for a big grandiose sound. Jeff Lynne still manages to get this nice big open sound which is one of the reasons I like this record so much, is because it doesn't sound claustrophobic. I should say sometimes some of the other stuff did sound a little bit like that, but now it's this huge open concert sound that you get on the record. It actually sounds more live than any of the live stuff did on The Night the Light Went On in Long Beach. Let's see, other aspects I like about it. Lyrically, we have him returning to reality, unfortunately. We all have had to deal with that.
0: Okay, So it's not just me. See, last time I said that uh, Boy Blue, if you strip away all the extra stuff, I could see it fitting on On the Third Day. And when we started the live album, I was saying they never sound like this ever again. And of course, now that we're going through this song by song and analyzing each song, I thought, this could sound On the Third Day-ish, but maybe I don't want to hammer that point because after saying that they don't sound like this ever again, but they kind of do. This does sound kind of on the third day-ish, but it's El Dorado, so it sounds much better than anything that was on on the third day. Yeah, it does have this wide-open sound. I mean, it is based in Laredo, Texas, out there in the open. At least that's the image I got. I've never been to Laredo. I don't think I've ever seen pictures of Laredo. Um, right, like on the previous albums, those songs sounded like they were in a studio, and they sounded closed in. Where this one even where there's not much orchestra he does get a bigger sound out of what he's got to work with also i really hear a couple of jeff's big influence on this song there's some i am the walrusy kind of things where he's got the ooze that he also uses later when he produces when we was fab for george harrison And Jeff takes his voice to places that I don't think we've heard just yet. He really pushes his voice on this one to sound Roy Orbison-y in chunks of this song, especially the chorus. Like you said with Boy Blue that you thought he's gotten more confident with this singing. I think he gets even more, more confident here taking on the the intimidating task of trying to reach Roy Orbison levels of singing. And he does it really good here, and I know he's going to even get better as he goes on when he realizes that he can do more with his voice. Uh, it's uh, it's a really it's uh, it's on El Dorado, so it's a great song, and he does some really great things here that he hasn't done before.
1: Yeah, with his voice, that was one of the things that did get me. Is he's finally willing to actually hit that higher register, mm-hmm. and it doesn't sound like he's straining for it. It sounds like he has actually. I wonder if he might have got a voice coach at this particular point, hmm. because a lot of singers do get a voice coach as they go along. Because I mean, even Johnny, not Johnny, Joey Ramone had a voice coach to keep him singing in a certain style and keep him from developing the polyps and everything. Hmm. Because they try to keep consistent sound, or they try to expand on how they originally sounded. Because any time Jeff Lynne tried to hit notes like this on previous albums, he went into Dylan territory.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: Which is why I don't try to hit high notes. (laughs) Because... Yeah, anytime he tried to do it, it, like, say, on Roll Over Beethoven, where you might have thought he was, you hear his voice going up and up, and all of a sudden it's, Roll Over Beethoven, instead of really hitting that. So I'm wondering if he got some coaching between On the Third Day and El Dorado, because it seems like, really, on El Dorado, he wanted to pull out all the stops anyway. Oh, yeah. So he put in a lot of focus on making a great album, is my whole feeling from this. And so it seems like he did whatever he could to actually pull this off.
0: Yeah, and he did really well at that. Um, I've sung Roy Orbison. I've also sung the ELO stuff where Jeff gets into the Roy singing territory. And um, I only do it in the car when I'm by myself. And the windows are up and the motor is, is going so other people are not subjected to it.
1: Yeah, because otherwise they call 911 thinking that there's something medically going on. And... All of a sudden, you got jaws of life on your vehicle, and mm-hmm. uh, because they, th- <laughs> yeah, they don't know what's happening,
0: or they think something terrible is happening to an animal. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it's not just the singing. I the song also is a bit Orbison-y. It starts out low key, and then as he goes, it really builds up to something big. It's as if the Beatles did a Roy Orbison song or if Rory Orbison did a Beatles song.
1: Lyrically, I've, every, I'm trying to remember what other songs may remind me of because it's obviously somebody who has heard of the American South or the American Southwest or the American Midwest and kind of just blends them all together into uh, some type of fantasy world. It's somebody, I mean, I don't even think that anything there really has to do with Laredo as much as, as Laredo rhymes with Tornado a bit. <laughs> yeah. But it's a fantasy of this idyllic world that all of a sudden just crashes down the moment your alarm goes off.
0: Yeah, well, in Bev Bevan's book, he did say that Jeff and the band, they loved touring in Phoenix, even though they said it was brutally hot, which, yeah, I know. But they seemed to get more audience reactions. So when I first heard Laredo Tornado back in 1984, um, I yeah, Jeff Flynn, he's from Birmingham, England. So, and he's singing about the great American Southwest, and I'm just thinking, he's been touring the world, and now he's singing about some of that world that's outside of Birmingham, England.
1: That's true. And the kind of atmosphere he describes is like coming back from this type of climate, this type of world, all of a sudden having to wake up in Birmingham. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where from what I hear it rains every single day in England. Got something to say about Laredo Tornado? Then call the telephone line voicemail. Six two three eight five O oh, three three seven five. Call now Midnight on the Water. A novel by Pam Van Allen tells the story of Horace, a man with a bank job in the city, who escapes from his dreary, lonely life into an elaborate dream world of knights, shamans, and merry men. Based on the 1974 Electric Light Orchestra album Eldorado, Midnight on the Water by Pam Van Allen is available at Amazon.com. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I love this song. I wish I could listen to it again. I can make that happen. Wow, she liked it. Taste the Music, an electric light orchestra song by song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at ELOFTM Podcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can find financially support the podcast and get some goodies at patreoncom ELO pod. next week episode 036 Poor boy the Greenwood I love you guys bye!